Big talk conversations, everybody with it. Podcast every week. I know you see the vision. Not stress, baby. What's going on, everybody? You're here with another episode of Big Talk with Leezy with your host, Leezy the Gifted. So I'm back in the garage. I had done a couple episodes mobile, did them in my car, did them while walking a dog. And I realized that that was really stupid. It was stupid because I listened back to one of the episodes that I did and like the quality was so bad. And I don't mean like while I'm talking, I meant like there was this weird like sound the whole time. You literally couldn't hear what I was saying. And I was like, wow, I cannot believe that I published such a hot piece of garbage. So I was like, I think I need to get back to doing stuff on my professional equipment where there's no noise distractions and it sounds good and, you know, I can, like, control the sound. (laughs) Anyway, so, but, you know, the idea was that I would do things mobily because that's where I get my best thoughts, blah, 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 blah. Point is, I'm back here now when the glamorous, luxurious garage back in Leezy's studio. Uh, we got the music playing in the intro. You know, we're back to that big talk, that luxurious big talk. You know, I'm in my slippers. I'm in my sweats. I'm in the beanie. We vibing right now. So the topic for today, um, this is a really interesting topic. Because this is a topic that's actually really deep-rooted inside of me and who I am. But I don't really talk about it that much. And I was talking to my friend Keith. Keith Datsu. What's up, boy? I was talking. Hi, millions. I was talking to my boy Keith Datsu. And I was talking about this topic. And he was like, dude, you should make a podcast out of this. I was like, big bets. I will. So the topic uh, for today, for this week. Um, by the way, before I get into the topic, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. The topic, uh, or before I get into the topic is I want to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Cause today's Wednesday. It's the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Hope everyone has an awesome, you know, Thanksgiving break. Hope you have fun on black Friday, you know, going to blow your money on, on TVs and playstations and socks I'm going to go get some socks and underwear and I'm going to underwear is so much fun to buy, you know, especially when it's comfy, get some white tees. So I'm going to go do my Black Friday shopping as well. But anyway, my bad. I digress. The topic for today is the benefits of being hard on yourself. So I want to talk to you about how, where that came from for me. Okay. So where it all started really was I began being hard on myself as a young basketball player, okay? And it motivated me to go work on my game uh, a lot. You know, did I become the best basketball player? No, I really didn't ever become very insanely great at basketball. I'm pretty good. But I never reached like a prolific level um, of playing basketball. But I worked on my game a lot, relentlessly, and it motivated me. The problem was... um, me being hard on myself as a basketball player, um, 
I wasn't able to control how hard I was on myself, and it actually was my de- it, it became my detriment as a basketball player because the one thing that held me back from really getting to a, a, a high level was mentally I was always beating myself up, um, and I and and it, I could never let go of a mistake. I could never let go, I miss a shot. I turn the ball over. I could never let that go. So I ended up not being very good also because I'm freaking short and not athletic. That That's, you know, elephant in the room. But the being hard on myself, it was my detriment in that way, but it helped me progress um, a lot as a basketball player. Um, you know, it also motivated me a lot in my next chapter of my life, which was music, right? When I was 17, I decided music is what I was going to do with my life. And the being hard on myself really motivated me. It motivated me to spend hours in the studio, late nights, work on music a lot, force myself to write lyrics when I didn't feel like writing lyrics. Um, it got me to the point where, you know, I was, I've been working on music constantly and consistently for over eight years. I've been consistent with music. It motivated me to start producing my own music, playing piano, making beats, mixing, mastering, all that stuff. Um, and it's currently motivating me in my new social media business called Prophecy Media. So how you might ask, I mean, I, I want to talk to you about how ha- being hard on myself has motivated me to do all of those things, okay? Um, really, it starts with the opposite of being hard on myself. Really, it starts with being my number one biggest fan, right? And being my number one biggest fan causes me to understand that it's possible for me to reach extreme heights with my life. And what that then leads to is disappointment and frustration when I perform below my own expectations. Yes, this can be unhealthy. But if under control, being hard on yourself can be the driving force behind your progression. And, you know, I'll get back to when I was a basketball player and how it didn't help me. It was unhealthy. I was too hard on myself. And it actually was what stopped my basketball career. That obviously and the being unathletic, being short not being talented that also but that ha- that it, it definitely can be unhealthy but you've got if you're able to control it it's definitely going to be what you attribute your progress to and let me explain like how okay let me explain the extreme how extreme you can get you know i'm talking about getting to that deep dark place Right. That's that's what I'm referring to. I'm talking about getting to that deep, dark place of. You know, you saying things to yourself like you suck, you're a failure, you're a loser, you're better than that. That's really the best thing to say to yourself. But you can't just always go through life patting yourself on the back saying, don't worry, it's okay, you're good. You can't just do that. You'll get it done when you get it done. That That's just not the attitude that it's going to get you to the next stage in your life. It's not. You're not going to achieve your goals if you're constantly like, oh, no, don't worry. It's okay. You, you can't do that. Right? You, you have to get to this point where you're saying to yourself, why didn't you do better? You know you're better than this. You sucked today. You lost today. You should be winning every day. 
right? You should have accomplished that. You know you can. The reason that, that, that it's not unhealthy is because we all need that tough love. When you can say that to yourself, you're better than that, it's going to be encouragement. And I've noticed this a lot with coaching basketball. I talked to another coach about this. For some reason, right, when, you're, when I'm trying to motivate my players to do something, um, you know, I'll give you an example. <clears throat> In basketball, I, I put a lot of, uh, I care a lot about kids making free throws because it's crucial. And with my teams, here's what we do. We'll have competitive drills. We'll play like three-on-three three or something, right? Or one-on-one -on -one drills. <clears throat> and if you lose, you, go, you run down to the baseline. If you win, you go over to the sideline. The winners proceed to do push-ups and sit-ups, and the losers run. They run what's called a liner. The old school term was suicide, but we don't like that word. We use the word liner. Liners are hard, and you get really tired. And I time them, too. So if you, like, I give them, like, what do I give them, like, 33 or 34 seconds? If you make the time, you're good. If somebody doesn't make the time, like, if you don't finish when the buzzer hits, we have to run another one. Um, but here's what I do. I go, okay, winners, go to the sideline. Losers, baseline. And I'll pick somebody from the losers, and I'll say, all right, let's go. You're going to shoot free throws. They get two free throws. If you make both of your free throws, nobody runs, no push-ups, no sit-ups. If you make one free throw but miss the other one, the losers run, the winners do push-ups and sit-ups. Normal. But if you miss both of your free throws... The winners don't do push-ups and sit-ups. They have to go run as well. And everybody has to run two liners, not one. The beginning of the season, it was just everybody has to run. But I upped it because people weren't making free throws. So I said, you all have to go two liners. I timed them. Why do I do this? Because for some reason, every practice, if I were to say, hey guys, don't forget to work on your free throws... If that's all I did, chances are they're not going to work on their free throws. Maybe the, the, a few committed people will, right? Always there's, there's always those top few players who are always going to work on their game. But, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how important free throws are, right? I just coached this past weekend, and there was one game where one of my teams missed 14 free throws. We missed 14 free throws. That means we gave up 14 points. How important are free throws? Why am I telling you this basketball story? Because for some reason, if all I said was, oh, it's okay if you guys miss free throws. Don't worry, you'll get the next one. It's, they're not going to be motivated to go work on their free throws. But if I, if I make them run, if I say, hey, you guys are going to run. In fact, if you miss your free throws, you're making other people run. So now you're not the one suffering. Everybody is. If you miss both free throws, everybody runs two liners. You're going to feel really, you're going to beat yourself up. You better beat yourself up. You're going to be pissed off. You're going to be like, oh my God, like probably you're going to think to yourself, everyone hates me. Everyone's mad at me. 
No one likes me. I hate myself. I hate myself. I suck. And you know what? That's okay. That's okay to think that because you know what you're probably going to do? You're probably going to go home and go, God, I don't want to suck. You're going to go to this deep, dark, depressing place and go, wow, that's, I hated being in that mental place after I missed two free throws. I hated feeling that way. I don't want to feel that way. I'm going to go work on my free throws. Wow, look at that. I just created progression. That's what happened to me in my career. That feeling with music of putting out a song that I put, I, I would make a song and put everything into that song, my heart and my soul and my emotions, put so much hours into that song and what happens? I barely get any plays. People wouldn't react to it. And I would go, wow, maybe that song sucked. Maybe I suck. Maybe I'm just not that good at rapping. Maybe I suck. I do suck. And you know what I would do after that? I'd go, I don't want to suck. I want to be the best rapper alive. I don't want to suck. I want to be the greatest. And I don't want to feel the way I feel when nobody reacts to my songs. So guess what I do? I get back in the studio and I go again and I write some more and I get better and I get better and I get better. When I was first making beats, by the way, it got to that point. Let me, uh, let me transition that better. I got better and better and seven years later, I'm at a point where people actually like my music without me asking them to. But then I said, man, I cannot consistently put out music because I don't produce my own music. I don't have the money to consistently pay for beats. I don't have the money to pay for professional studio time. And I don't have the money to, do, to pay for mixing and mastering. What the heck do I do? I'm screwed. My music sucks. I can't consistently put out music. Then guess what I thought? Then I thought, wow, I'm just a rapper. I have no value. I add nothing to people's lives. I suck. I'm worthless. I'm just a rapper. If you're just a rapper, you're freaking worthless. You suck. You don't do anything. You're one in a billion. What do you, what, what do, you do that's so special? You suck. That's where I was. I sucked as a rapper. But you know what you can do? You can differentiate yourself. You can become not just a rapper, but a brand, a social media presence, a vlogger, a podcaster like me, a producer. Really, that's what you should be doing. If you're a rapper, stop just rapping. Don't just rap. Try to learn how to make your own beats and mix and master. Trust me. It's critical. But that's where I was. I got to that point where I said, I suck. I'm worthless. I'm just a rapper. I add nothing to the game. I add nothing of value. You know what that motivated me to do? That motivated me to start learning how to produce my own music. 
You know what? I'm going to learn how to play piano. You know what? I'm going to make beats. You know what? I'm going to mix and master. And guess what? I sucked when I first started out of producing, when I first started producing my own music. I was horrible, obviously. I just started. But you know what? I got better and I got better and I got better and I got better. And now I produce music that people actually like. I produce music that people go, damn, that's dope. Like I get reactions on my music. And guess what? I get to take all the credit because I fully produced it. You don't think that's worth it? That feeling of feeling like I sucked was so worth it because, not, because of the where I am now. But guess where I am now, by the way? I'm at my next goal. Now I'm at this place of, wow, my music, I barely make any money. I still have to live at home. I suck. Like I ain't doing nothing. I'm not adding value. If I was adding value, I'd be getting paid. I'd be wealthy, but I'm not. And I'll tell you this, that's why I decided to start this social media agency because my music, now, have I maxed out my music career? No, I I haven't. I'm not even close to maxing out my career. I'm like barely starting with my music career. But I said to myself, you know what? You know what would be great? Now that I don't have to spend money on music production. I could spend money on marketing. I could even spend money to hire somebody else to do my marketing as a musician, to grow my personal brand, to explode my personal brand. I could put money into it. Oh, but wait, I don't have any. I don't have that much disposable income. So what do I do? That's why I started this agency. I started this agency that I, so that I could have disposable income. You got to understand something, Big Talk Nation. When you can expand your mind, you're going to see a lot more possibilities. The possibilities in music are a lot different than the possibilities of a social media agency. I can service people at a really high level. And I can bring people results that I cannot bring as a music producer or as a rapper. As a rapper... Probably the most you can do with your music is inspire people and change their lives emotionally. That's important. There's value there. But as a social media agency, you can bring people tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars in revenue. You can do that. Think about that. Think about the difference that makes in someone's life. And guess what else? They pay you for that service. So I thought to myself, if I suck because I'm not making money, I need to go make some money. Here's the other thing. I realized that when I put pressure on my music to make money, like if I say, my music has to make me money, I, I got to make money with music. You know what that does? That, that hinders my music creativity. It does. Because then I'll say, well, if my music's not making me money, then I suck as an artist. But you don't want to take yourself there. Now, creativity and money, they do mix, and they mix very well. But when you're not making money, but you're super ultra creative, you don't want to... That's a case where being hard on yourself is not going to benefit you. You don't want to do that. You don't want to say, well, I suck as an artist because I don't make money. You don't want to do that. Because there's plenty of talent. You just need to connect the dots. 
So the route that I'm on is social media agency, which by the way, to make money with a social media agency is a lot easier than to make money as a rapper or a music producer. It's so much easier. Like, it's not easy. Nothing's easy, but it's easier. The life that I'm imagining is social social media agency. It's a lot more possible for me to, you know, get to my goals, like move into my own place, right? Buy the car that I want, right? Go on the vacations that I want, right? Have financial freedom, have freedom of time. That life is a lot easier to see. It, it's a, that, that light at the end of the tunnel is a lot easier to see as a social media CEO. It is. It's a lot easier to see. All I need to do is land like a certain number of clients, which I can do in the next 12 months. Sit, shoot, in the next six months I could do that. But the next 12 months, it's, it's with music, it's, it's a little bit different. But let's just say, you know, where I'm at in my, my goals, what I foresee is putting myself in the position as a social media CEO to make, you know, next year to make $10,000 profit every month. Profit before taxes. Me, meaning not revenue from my business. Profit from my business, right? Profit from my business. But that would be $10,000 per month to pay for my like my bills, like any other things I have to pay for, like taxes, stuff like that. So if I'm making that much money, I mean, that is more than enough to live, to, 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 to live. Like that's more than enough money to be comfortable living and have some disposable income. I don't need to go buy a new car, right? I don't need to go take trips every month. I don't need to splurge on clothes. $10,000 a month, live below my means, have a bunch of disposable income, spend that disposable income on my music career. Now, when I'm making songs frequently, they get seen. Now I can spend money to market to sell my beats because I have that money to invest. And what's great is the social media agency doesn't need to take 40, 50, 60 hours a week. It doesn't. It doesn't take that many hours. So the, the whole idea, Big Talk Nation, is all the progress that I've made in my life up to this point is because... I've been hard on myself and all the progress that I'm going to continue to make for the rest of my life is because I'm hard on myself. You need to do the same. You need to have a balance between bigging your, by the way, as extreme as I get when I'm hard on myself, I'm also that extreme with how big of a fan I am of myself. I mean, I talk myself up a lot. I tell myself every day I'm the greatest rapper alive. I am right. I tell myself all the time. I'm untouchable. I'm unstoppable, right? I'm the greatest. I'm the goat. I tell myself that every day, but you know what else I do every day? Almost every day. You suck. You suck. You're nowhere near where you should be. You need to accomplish your goals. I never say to myself, you'll never accomplish your goals. I don't say stuff like that. I don't say limiting things. That's not the right thing to say. 
the right things to say are like, you need to be better. You're not strong enough. You're not where you, you're not where you need to be. Just because you've succeeded in the past doesn't mean that you're like that doesn't dictate your success right now. Those are the kinds of things you can say to yourself. So big talk nation, I seriously urge you to start being a little bit harder on yourself if you're not already. You might already be in a place where you're good with where you're at. Like I'm at a place where I don't need to be more hard on myself. I'm, I'm pretty hard on myself already. So if you're like that, then don't be. Like don't, don't go start, you know, shooting yourself down if you're already doing it. But if you're somebody who isn't where they're at and you keep getting your front. Now, if you're feeling frustration, disappointment, negativity, then you know what you should do? You should be hard on yourself. Because you might be saying, God, I'm so angry. I'm not at where I need to be. This is so hard. Am I ever going to accomplish my goals? If that's kind of your attitude, switch that. Start beating yourself up. Start beating yourself up a lot. Get miserable because you're going to look back and go, I don't want to feel miserable. I don't want to feel that. So you know what you're going to do? You're going to say, you know what? Since I don't want to feel that, I'm going to do whatever it takes to never feel that again. Big Talk Nation, have a happy Thanksgiving. Love you and appreciate Everything you. Gifted by joy, put on my back. We take it to the top. This is how I'm coming through. Always bringing something new. If you know my mama or my girl, then I ain't loving you. This is how I'm coming through. Always bringing something new. If you know my mama or my girl, then I ain't loving you. This is who I am. This is exactly who I wanna be.